And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Fantastic. There's a huge monster gorilla that's constantly growing to outlandish proportions loose in the streets. Conga, born of a scientist's dreams, bred on a madman's nightmares, brought out of the jungle and turned into a wild beast beyond man's understanding. I am your master, and you must obey me. Now you no longer have any fears. Starring Michael Goff as Dr. Decker, who stole the jungle secrets of sorcery to distill Satan's black magic in his own laboratory. Margot Johns as the girl who becomes an accessory to murder, with Claire Gordon as the young student. Trapped with a madman in a nightmare world of fear, jealousy, and passion. Let me go! Sandra, you know I loved you! The jungle scene of color, excitement, and spectacle is thrillingly mixed with the close mystery of strange insectivorous and carnivorous plants. See them. Fear them. And feel the anger and the anguish of Jess Conrad in a picture charged with powerful emotion. Conga, the most fantastic beast of all time. Not since King Kong has a screen exploded with such mighty fury and spectacle. In the new process of spectamation and Eastman color, he grows in size and terror before your eyes. In a film that fills the screen with giant entertainment. Chris Honeywell is an internet loudmouth. <sighs> After Queen Kong, I'll never be lucky enough to find another British set giant monkey movie. Hated and reviled by his few remaining friends, he catches the attention of Thomas DJ, perhaps the world's most cunning supervillain. Ensconced in his ultra-scientific hideout, with only his robot army and stunning assistant to keep him company, DJ springs into action. Is this idiocy? In Virginia, use the molecular transmigration beam to bring this fool to me! Virginia trains the hellish mechanism, and with a clap like thunder, and in a blinding psychedelic light, Chris Honeywell stands before his tormentor. Normally, I do not suffer fools, but I see beyond the yawning of ignorance that is your brain and the endless sluice of sewage which is your mouth that they form a basic animal intelligence that I may be able to mold to my own devices. Uh, okay. Therefore, in my mercy, I offer you two choices. Instant painless disintegration or you study grindhouse movies at my feet now! Choose! Uh, I choose not disintegration. So be it. In one month, I shall assign you a movie to watch and will summon you again. Be ready, or the consequences shall be swift and merciless. Right, but how do I get to the... Now go! And thus began one of the most dangerous and unpredictable endeavors in evil sciencing. The Honeywell Experiment! Virginia, summon the subject! Poor, poor monkey. So, uh, yeah. We always like having having you around, Jim and Teresa. Mm-hmm. Um, I really when, enjoy it, actually, yeah. Whenever, 
when I like having you around whenever we talk about something British, and this may be the most British <laughs> film. I, I know I'm pouring tea. I'm like, yeah, I get it. They're British. So pouring, pouring tea. tea. <laughs> Maybe I'll have some tea. Virginia! Oh. Oh. Maybe I won't have some tea. That's Jesus. right. Oh, we, that was my good tea hand. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, considering how much this subgenre was a part of grindhouse cinema in the six, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, it's surprising it took us this long to get to it. We're talking, of course, about kaiju movies today. Mm -hmm. And um, we are talking about 1961's Cashin? By... Kind of official part of the Kong family. Really? Yeah. Well, yes, because the producer actually paid to get the rights to use the Kong name. Uh, oh, yeah. And he did this. And that's where all the money went. Yeah. I think it was more like. Uh, like those people who pay the the fifty dollars to that one company that sends them uh, a deed to a yeah. foot a, a foot square of land in Scotland, so they can call themselves Laird. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I think is is what happened there. But uh, we're talking about Conga, mm. uh, which is is something. It, it is it is something, it, and it, it stars a, a actor that, sadly, pretty much everybody these days would say, "Oh, look, it's Alfred." But back in the day, he was the guy you got when you couldn't get Christopher Lee. I always describe Michael Go as a head actor. Yeah, he acts with his whole head. Mm -hmm. He thrusts yeah. it around a lot, or he keeps mm -hmm. it dead still depending on what mm. he has to convey but like his his head is something else i first knew him as the creator of the cybernauts it's in the it, original there uh, in the original avengers steed, yeah. yeah steed and mrs peel and i still really regret that we never got what was supposed to be I think it was season 14. Return of the Celestial Toymaker. <laughs> the Return of the Celestial Toymaker. Yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll come back. So, I mean, I've, I've, read, I've heard the audio drama based on the script to the episode. And I don't think we we're really missing much, but just to have Michael go... Remembering from um, a lot of um, the Hammer movies, he's in quite a few of the Hammer and Amicus yeah, movies. I mean, yeah. he's um, even, I mean, he's in Legend of Hell House as a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there is even in, in the first Amicus uh, portmanteau, mm -hmm. he and Christopher Lee are together in a in a segment. Yes, that's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, because that's um, the crawling hand one, mm. and uh, it, Michael goes oh. the artist, and Christopher Lee is the evil critic. That's right. Yes, that's yes. a great, great oh. Doctor Terror's House of Horrors. Oh, I love that movie. But he was, he was in, he was also in a film that has a terrific um, first half, but a second half that just goes off the rails. The horrors of the Black Museum. Oh yes, yeah. Because that first half where where he's doing he's like setting up all these traps for people, it, it, it's very jigsaw. Yeah, yeah I was going to oh, say really? it is like very proto saw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, through the missing link between fibes and saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but then again, oh, it becomes oh. riff on Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. With a teddy boy? <laughs> <laughs> it sort of is, except he's just Mr. Hyde. Yeah. 
There's no Dr. Jekyll there. He just, I mean, he's just a he's a psychopath from the beginning to the end. There's no real like development of it. I mean, we find out that he is, but then like at the beginning when he's just like, I'm the happy professor back from Africa. And like when you start thinking about it and he's like, and cause I was watching it and I'm like, wait, how did he get movies of all this stuff? If he survived his plane crash and he's like, well, I managed to save my camera. What happened to your pilot? Oh, the poor guy must have blah blah blah. I'm like, you <laughs> killed him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I don't want to stay in Africa. He's like, we're staying for three years. He's like, no, we're <laughs> okay, we're leaving then. Mm, you're in the pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm the first of the Black Museum, which I, which where I think they do, they're doing Jekyll and Hyde. Here, Michael Go is doing his Peter Cushing. Dr. Frankenstein. Yes, yeah. Yes, Nuts from yes. the very get go. Yeah, mm. ready ready to kill from the ready to kill mercilessly from the get go. Yes. Looking he, for he's excuses the only one too. That's, yeah, he's the only one that's right. Everybody else is wrong. Mm. Yeah. 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 Even though even though he has no reason he's got his science. He's got his mm. science. He's he's ready for to do whatever he you, you're, uh, you're, I'm trying to was trying to figure out what is what is it like you know the 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 dean doesn't like his stuff and and and, yeah. stuff, and and it's like well then just it doesn't matter you're gonna you know that'll just be part of the story the dean never believed him but look he can control animals with play, or whatever the hell was going on <laughs> but like yeah he concocts this whole thing of like well I gotta test to see if like this this ape that somehow understands English will obey my very specific and wordy commands and because and Michael this. Bo taught him English in the bush yeah. <laughs> because um, I'll, I'll civilize these native people damn it I mean I'm British well, that, he was closer to Conga than anybody ever suspected <laughs> <laughs> well, they try. Yeah, they they yeah. tried to like be kind of progressive with their view. Like he was going, like you know, a lot of people consider them to be primitive, but you know, they know things that they do. But at the same time, they also had to go like, oh well, they also made sure they covered up all their private parts too. <laughs> that was <laughs> the weirdest lines ever. <laughs> they cover up their boobs. These ones are good though. They cover up their boobs, not like those yeah. Natural Geographic yeah. natives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is not yet. Uh, if we're talk, going to talk, bring up the race card right now. Uh, Professor Tagore, played by George Pastel, who I'm pretty sure was one of the major villains in one of the few remaining Patrick Troughton stories that we can. Now this see. was the, the rival professor, right? The Indian yeah. professor. He reminded me of Peter Sellers when Peter Sellers would play a comedic Indian role. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also um, the villain in. Um... The uh, the secret high priest of the cult of Arkham mm. in Hammers the Mummy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They set him yeah. up to be villainous in this, and then he turns out to be just like a just a normal nice scientist guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. actually quite um, quite ethical. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think what was interesting about this is kind of because in many ways he is like Cushing's uh, Doctor Frankenstein, and kind mm. of he is a man who will kill because he believes in his mm. science. Mm. But I think what this conga brings in, alongside a great deal of utter nonsense, <laughs> um, but it also brings this brilliant touch though about the ethics and the actual truth of scientific research, mm-hmm. of that there is a lot of politics, there's a lot of wrangling, yeah. there's a lot mm-hmm. of kind of who gets the credit. Well, the university funded it, so we want part yeah, of the credit yeah. for your research. Mm-hmm. And the thing about rival scientists who will stitch each other up. Mm-hmm. And there's an awful, I mean, People do hold up science. Oh, it's so objective, blah, blah, blah. You look at the history of science. It's it's full of yeah. fights and utter bastardy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, you, we all know, right? Isaac Newton, gravity. Yeah. Einstein, relativity. Mm-hmm. Guy who came up with plate tectonics. You don't know his name. No. Do you know why you don't know his name? Because the scientists at the time hounded him out of his home and his job yeah. and literally into doing an expedition that killed him. Yeah. And that's why no one knows the guy who came with that theory's name, because that's a bit of a dark secret. Of, yeah, or Edison versus Tesla, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 
And uh, Darwin? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I was at Alfred Russell Watt. Yeah. Russ, Wallace, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you got shafted out of the it's credit for much. evolution. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Darwin, but yeah. Mm. It is, and that's that's what the, I think this movie captures that quite well. It, just that, like you say, the bickering and yeah. the wrangling. And with Professor uh, uh, Tagore, I thought it was interesting that the racial angle wasn't actually played up at all. No, no. He was just another scientist. Yeah. Just in which his costume for... in his house. Otherwise, yes. it was just, yeah. Mm. Um, and that was kind of, that was a, for a film from 61, that's kind of, well, yeah. and he also spoke perfect English. He didn't have the funny foreigner oh, sort of accent. Oh God, yeah. You know what I mean? Of um, Which I think is kind of, that's, Sometimes old films surprise you. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes, often they shock you and you're bloody hell. <laughs> but so, every now and again you can really say, oh, that's, that's actually really good, you know, because it was kind I've of... I've watched a lot of movies like that. They've been mm. a lot more progressive, especially from a female point of view. Than, um... and, and just like um, just like Michael Goh, I, I just looked up George Pastel because I was pretty sure he played Eric Klieg in Doctor Who. And he also was the villain in an episode of the of the last black and white episode of the Avengers, Honey for the Prince. <laughs> so, which also featured Ron Moody as the as the uh, proprietor of QQF Industries, stands for quite quite fantastic. It saddens me, and he was also in the second best secret agent in the whole wide world, a film. That was made super on the cheap to, to capitalize on James Bond, that never leaves London, and stars an actor whose only real claim to fame is he kind of looked like if you squinted Sean Connery. <laughs> and somehow, somehow, yeah. the person who produced this film got Sammy Davis Jr. to do the theme song. Yes, I have seen this. I, I have I have seen this, and there is a Sammy Davis Jr. does the theme song for the second best secret agent in the world. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 something to see. It is a very bizarre film. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah. But the thing is, George Pastel was because he was from Cyprus, apparently. Cyprus, uh, he mm. was. I, he was the guy. Apparently, they anyone in England called him whenever they wanted somebody foreign. It was either him or Bert Kwok, oh, depending yes. what kind of foreign basically, you needed. Basically, yeah, basically. Japanese, mm, um, if they if well, Kwok is dead now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sadly. Yeah, very recently. Yeah. If he was still alive, I would like to see him play Celestial Toymaker in the new Who. <laughs> Oh, he'd be good as that, actually. He would be very good, mm. yes. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, back to this piece of shit. Um, Kato? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Don't yeah. yeah. mm. <laughs> jump out. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, apparently, even though he's not credited, Congo is played by a six-foot-tall actor named uh, Paul Stockman from America. Mm-hmm. Who was chosen because he was six foot? He would fit into the monkey suit. I thought you were going to say because he was American. <laughs> <laughs> he fit in the monkey suit. And he had brown eyes, and he's like, oh. "Well, the, the director knew that gorillas have brown eyes, so I guess that's why I got the part." Wow. Yeah, because they were <laughs> such sticklers for for scientific uh, detail in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like. like all those Dad, garbage Dad garbage plant a... like it's just like I've managed to grow all these plants dick plants made of garbage bags yes, and, thank you and giant, yes. and we giant uh, dicks and with giant, tongues yeah, yes, and, yes. And, and giant paper mache you know uh, pitcher plants and uh, and uh, can, now, why can't I why can't I think of the uh, Venus fly traps yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. They're all Audrey chewing to the best of their ability, yes, yeah. and literally inventing photo bombing. Yeah, I, I mean you've got this you have this serious scene yeah. between Professor Go and his long-suffering assistant, <laughs> and, and it's really supposed to be Polio uh, with his tongue out, lurking, just peering over his shoulder. <laughs> we were, we were literally 
And every shot to, in that damn greenhouse, the, the plants from... are getting, getting into focus behind them. Going, bah, 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 bah. Well, the British censors were also going like, you're getting those tongue plants suspiciously close to the penis plants. Yeah. We got to about five feet to the side. Every, every time they were on screen, we were just... <laughs> you notice the penis plants didn't get fed in that sequence. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're blue and swollen. <laughs> There is about this, Chris. And you you found it. You found it and bought it. When I looked at those I looked at those phallic plants and the heard that line that Michael Goh says about we are closer than most people suspect. And right. um, <laughs> the rapey the rapey bullshit with, with oh, the, yeah. the, the young girl. Mm. Did not surprise me in the least that a porn company picked up the rights to do the novelization. Okay, so see, that's what I was trying to figure out watching this yeah. movie because we talked about that a couple episodes ago. That like it was like they, I, I don't think you, I like I've seen a copy of the book on, I looked up a copy of the book on eBay, and yeah. I wouldn't <coughs> say. <clears throat> it was a flat-out porn book, but it was one of those, like, dime novel, you know, two or three really, really husky, hot, sweaty sequences in each book, you know, sometimes out of place, but they had to be in there for the books. And, the, like, the cover is painted like one of those. It's 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 classic. But then I was when I was watching the movie, I'm like, okay, where where are the sex scenes in this? Who are the people having sex? Like, I mean, are they going to have him and his long time assistant, you know, finally consummating it or is that he was off with the girl in the woods, but then she's not into it later on, but then maybe it didn't go well in the woods, although it seemed to go well in the woods. (laughs) As explicitly as they can without actually iron out saying it, Make it clear that he had fucked his assistant. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. Stringing her along. Well, that's the whole where the plot turns because basically yeah. it's when she overhears them in the, in the greenhouse. Yeah. And that's when she goes and doses up Conga. Yeah. And it is because, all right, this is how it is. You're replacing me for a younger model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he uh, shot her cat. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's the early red flag, oh, isn't it? That oh, all is not well God, here. No. These native people—they're actually quite sophisticated. Oh. Cat. cat. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing kitten Kong. Fuck you. Not, not your turn time, cat. And I was just like, oh, I wanted to see the giant cat. I wanted to see a giant green screen cat. Oh. You want the goodies episode, kitten Kong, oh, for that? One of my favorites. Yeah. If I had choose the most British scene in this film, mm-hmm. it is the scene where Conga jumps out of the bushes and strangles a teddy boy riding a Vespa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more British than that circa 1961, is there? That is why we say totally on brand from yes. the time. Yes. <laughs> Although, to be fair, Bob came close to killing him. So, you know. Well, yeah, Bob did. Uh, that kind of. I find that subplot quite interesting because it is kind of. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of the subplot in um, uh, the Lon Chaney film Weird Woman. Yeah. There's a similar professor yeah. and a, a young student oh, who's besotted yeah. with him yeah. and a jealous fellow student. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's kind of like Bob in one way was right because he'd read uh, Michael Goh's character's intention entirely right. We'd actually read his girlfriend's intention entirely wrong. She yeah. was genuine, genuinely interested in the science. She wanted to be a scientist. And, you and know, that's like... why she was besotted with Go because, yeah. you know, he was her mentor. And, mm, you know, right. there's a that wonderful was... line that I thought was very um, mm. interesting where she says, you know, well... If Bob doesn't like it, tough, you know, I I want to be a scientist. Yeah. I want to have a career. I'm mm-hmm. not 
don't, I don't, I don't like care. You know, I'm not going to be a little baby. Yeah, I'm going to be a little housewife, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I thought that was actually interesting, mm. especially when Go makes his move and she's like, "No, get the fuck off me! Yeah. This isn't, this exactly. isn't why. No, it's that yeah, betrayal I, of I, science I find interesting." Yes, yes. Well, I thought, I thought it was going to be after, after the boyfriend almost chokes him to death, and he says like. You have to be careful. You seem to have the power to kill. So, you know, you have it in you to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And I thought at that point he was going to be like, maybe I should recruit this kid because he's a psychopath like mm-hmm. me, and yeah. he won't go, won't go getting all emotional over like killing people with the ape. You know, so that's mm-hmm. where I thought that was headed. But yeah, but I forget that it was this. This movie is basically an Ed Wood movie, it, with maybe a higher budget, but the dialogue. But the uh, but the dialogue doesn't sound as Ed Woody, I guess, as Ed Wooden as as Ed Wood movies because it has a nice British accent on it. You know, uh, it has a little gloss on it, but it has stuff like, you know, there's a huge monster gorilla growing to outlandish proportions loose in the streets. Well, you know, one human says that to another human, and the other human like you know, starts running out the door to go fight the giant gorilla where the, where every other human in the entire world would go, wait a minute, what? Are you sure they're not just, <laughs> sure they're not just giving you shit right now? Outlandish report, proportions, you say? What, what? Outlandish. Okay, let me look that up in the book. Oh, over, over 30 feet. Okay. <laughs> it's another very British scene in this film is when the, the panicking crowd eventually goes, Stop! Look! And they just stand there for the rest of the film. There's a lot of... The, the, the end of this movie, when, when you fight... And this is, when I, this is when I started really just loving this movie. Because it just... It, 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 it came down to a lot of... It was so quaint. It was so nice. It was so. <laughs> the, the ape did a lot of standing and looking, and a lot of other people did some standing and looking, just holding Michael Go puppet like a popsicle in yeah. front. Of him. And then, and then it's like calling the military. And if this was an American movie, it would be just like missiles and stuff. And it's these yeah. cute little cars that you know pull up with a little machine gun on them. And then, the, and then. Then you find out also another thing, very much like Queen, uh, s- similar to, you know, Queen Queen Con, where we have a guy in the hand. Except the mi- there's not a second where the military, where somebody in the military goes like, "Wait, don't shoot! You might hit the human," you, you know, because it's oh, not no, fair. No. Ray. They they just open up, and at this yeah. point, none of them know Michael Go is a psychopath behind all these murders and everything. Yeah. They 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 might be like, hey, maybe this giant ape has something to do with all the giant ape murders that ape ape like murders that have been going on, but they don't know goes behind it. So you know, nobody's like, look at that respectable professor guy like there. Let's not. They, nope, they're like, shoot, but very Britishly, very politely, they shoot to either side of him. They just curve those tracer bullets right around his shoulders. So there's a lot of him standing there <laughs> looking at them with like tracers just curving around him till he decides to toss the puppet at him and die. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow his mass just evaporates it into a, I don't know where all that, like where, you know, I mean, if this movie was more fun, they would be like, Professor, why are you getting five truckloads of bananas in right now? You know? <laughs> no, no, I love bananas. <laughs> Which I think this is one of those rare kaiju movies where just actually a handful of guys with rifles can just big monster, shoot it. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm dead. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this isn't how it normally works. No. Normally, I'm a giant monster. You shoot me with bullets, I sort of roar a bit and go, wah, and then I smash Big Ben. No, oh, oh. Oh, I'm no, dead. they they shot Big Ben more than they did more damage to Big Ben than the monster did. He didn't even touch Big Ben. He just stood next to it. They're shooting missiles into it, and Big Ben is stronger than I think. It took a full fledged missile blow to the side of it, and then was and then was ringing midnight at the end. They yeah, just did, they just did some um, work on it, so it's probably why you know it's, it's taken a few new missiles in its time. Yes, <laughs> well, that's it. I, I believe in in the similar British kaiju Gorgo, Big Ben get cops it badly in that. Oh, I know. Yeah, but they rebuilt it for the Stadine could smash into it in Doctor Who oh, cool. <laughs> earlier this century. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> 
Yeah, so, they, there should be like a movie just about like people fighting. About the, we got to get rid of Big Ben. It's just a target. <laughs> it makes our city a target. Uh, there's three British kaiju movies. Is this Gorgo and uh, another one called that, the Giant Behemoth, which is a, about a radioactive brontosaur. Oh, uh, I can't remember if Brig Green cops it in that. I have to check now. More but, likely, yeah. <laughs> but in this one, this is the most, is the most genteel kaiju rampage. <laughs> I will come out. I will scare people. Everyone runs down the street. Oh, I'll follow them. Oh, there might okay. be a sail on. <laughs> I have a question, though, because I'm, I'm looking at the summary on uh, Wikipedia. And it says that um, Sandra gets eaten by the plants? I, I was wondering what happened to her because it's like at the worst she lost an arm, right? But I don't yeah. think, you know, but like, I mean, I, for one, it's, it's a giant, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a th those kinds of plants don't just, you know, I mean, she should have maybe like plant acid burns on her hand or something like that you know from but they slowly digest things they don't just like those pitcher plants mm. look like they were they were doing pretty good with the chunks of meat and stuff but nom 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 i know um when people get the venus fly trap fly trap plants they stick it like like a pencil on one, it's mm. like you expected it to go. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, no, right. that's not how it works. No, that actually kills the plants because <laughs> things are getting some food, it shuts, it doesn't, and it mm. dies. Yeah, yeah, you put a fly in there, and the fly's in there for like a week or two, you know. So, uh, yes, exactly. So, they, no, yeah, I, they never really show what happens to her after that. Oh, no, no. You know, I, I forgot about that actually. I, I just hope the penis plants at the end didn't get her, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> licked to death or worse. <laughs> <laughs> He made that if the that the Venus flytrap grabs her arm, which holds her fast, and then Conker collapses the entire freaking uh, greenhouse on on her. That pretty much. Although I found it interesting once again because I think there is, there is some some uh, you know homosexual subtext in here <laughs> that Conga goes. Doesn't go for the cute blonde. No, no. It's a, I quite like that gender flip. That, mm. Yeah. That rather than doing the classic Kong motif and go oh, for the cute blonde. Oh, then you're going to love Green Kong. Oh, I know. We've seen Green Kong. Robin Asquith is Fay Ray. Fucking hell. <laughs> we have, yes. <laughs> Rula fucking Lenska. Am I right? Oh, yes. <laughs> but... Yes. It's just I, I expected more. the funny thing is is that I've never seen this in color before before this viewing. I always saw it in black and white because I had black and white televisions till I was in my teens. Oh, this is a total like this is total Channel Eleven. Yeah, Saturday oh, yeah. Saturday afternoon like yeah what, that I would watch over at my grandfather's on cable movie. Mm-hmm. What's pretty funny is that Kanga ended up having a life beyond this film. Uh, yes, there was a, a Charlton comic series. At last, if I remember rightly, years. Mm. It's gotta, it's gotta be. I mean, and you were saying Steve Ditko did the art. It's gotta be better than. I, I was looking those up too, and those go for a pretty penny on the on the internet. So. I'm betting they're pretty good. I bet they're cheesy, but I'll bet you they're better than this movie for sure. <laughs> there was actually a Congo Gorgo team up comic done by Charlton. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he... um, there was because there was a Congo a Conga comic book series. There was a sequel to this. Conga TNT, which Chris has seen. Uh, well, I, I, when when you say seen, 
we're taking a very loose definition of seed <laughs> because I found it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You can you can go watch it, like I watched it, which was I flipped through it and would watch. I I watched maybe three or four or five like ten minute sequences, but it's hard. But it's also it's one of those things where grudging respect that someone went through and made a full length movie. It's an off the store Halloween shop ape suit shot on video, you know, really like pre either pre computer editing, you know, composite stuff like somebody had access to a TV station Chiron or something sort of special effects. You know, and acting at, uh, you know, I got some of my buddies from work and some of my friends to mm. to help out to 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 star. And <laughs> it, it, it strikes me as one of those films. I mean, not, not having seen it, it strikes me as one of those films that are in the same sort of uh, territory as a film I watched for Radapalooza last year. And the reason why there probably won't be a Halloween Horror Fest this year because Radapalooza broke me. <laughs> hey, I gave you a good one. I know. Uh, you gave me a good one, and, and the Moons gave me a good one. And then I had to sit through things such as, you know, Rats, Night of Terror. <laughs> and, um... Oh, my God. This, 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 what was the name of this film? I'm trying to remember. It was it was done... It was ultra-cheap. It, with like a lot of green screen and a lot of compo- video editing and stuff, and it was it was about rats from outer space. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie like the rats are coming and the werewolves are here or yes, something like I that? that? I have yes, seen that. Uh... Um, um, Peter Milligan. Oh, oh. Rat scratch fever. It's hideously oh bad. It is hideously <laughs> bad. And it was... Uh, the director is also responsible for, like, some... Because I was looking at his, his CV. I didn't put it. He's responsible for this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to name the villains. Uh, yeah, you bastard. Yeah, it's like, don't think you're getting away with this. The other films that this director, Jeff Leroy, have made include Giantess Attack versus Mecha Fembot. <laughs> wow. That is a great title. Probably a terrible movie, but a, a great, great title. title. Mm. Dracula in a Women's Prison. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, wonder what's going to be going on there. Me, Count Dracula, in a women's prison movie, with my okay. reputation. Frankenstein in a women's prison. Okay, uh, so the first one had to have been a success of some sort. <laughs> well, no, the, actually, Frankenstein came first. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. moving back. Oh, yeah, wow. okay. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of like the, it's sort of like the Paul Morrissey, Andy Warhol's. Yeah. Horror movies. Werewolf in a women's prison. Women's prison. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Is there a mummy coming? Is there a mummy? Well, I would say so. <laughs> I do not see any mummy movie here. However, there is Poor Man's Bikini Beach. <laughs> that sounds great. The only and, one thing <laughs> and Predator World. Ooh. Prison. <laughs> it, that could go either way. <laughs> yes. So uh, that's so, that's Jim Savile's uh, <laughs> life story. Like oh. it's one of yeah. those films oh. where you're you're intentionally trying to make a quote unquote bad film, mm-hmm. and they cool. make a terrible film that. Um, is kind of an insult to people who truly did, who were sincere and made bad films that are actually a joy. Yeah. Like, like Ray Dennis, <laughs> this is the year of the monkey for you, Chris. It's the year of the monkey. I was born in the year of the monkey, actually. Yeah, and just, it's the year of the monkey for forever for me. Yes, I, 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 like I said, like this conga, conga's sitting at about, Kanga honestly is sitting at about a seven or an eight for enjoyment because 
the first half of it, okay, it's kind of slow, but it's got the chimp, and then you got the chimp turning into an ape suit, which is with <laughs> and and like just such bad compositing that the feet are always cut off at the bottom. You can see them yeah. stepping out of the frame all the time, <laughs> or the bottom part of the monkey when they're on the floor. It, but like just Michael goes like. Br- unhinged in a British way, you know, if it was unhinged in America, he'd be rolling his eyes and frothing at the Mm. mouth and stuff. But this, he's just coldly like, well, you know, instead of like testing my experiment in obedience, it's by seeing if the ape will dig a hole and then fill the hole back in. I'll see if he'll kill somebody. Same thing, right? We got to test it on, we got to test it on the most extreme thing, which is killing something, which is sort of a human extreme thing, not an ape Mm. extreme thing. So it doesn't really make sense. But But I enjoyed his whole just like, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. I'm manipulating everybody ridiculously. I was enjoying that. And then once once it got going at the end, I was just like, uh, you know, throwing my hand, putting my hands up in the air like a roller coaster going, yes. All right. Bring it on. What's next? Oh, he's just standing there. Oh, they're shooting around him. This is. I do want to point out, Chris, that Conga started out as a chimpanzee. And as we all know, chimpanzees will fuck your shit up. They're very strong. They are, yes. they are, mm. and they're extremely brutal. Mm. They I think they're the only other species that will kill for fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Apart from cats. Mm. They did. Just, they just did not know how to put a human into a chimpanzee suit till Planet of the Apes, really. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you had to put them in a gr- gorilla suit because that was the only thing proportioned right. But and my, it was stuff. And, and obviously, you couldn't start out the movie with a yeah. real gorilla. That would be a. Uh, yes. Really dangerous. Oh, those things will rip your head off. My point being that when Michael Go says, you're going to kill for me, Conga's thinking, has a chimpanzee? Oh, hell, I'm going to kill for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Same if they'd done it with the cat. Mm. <laughs> no? I'm going to play with you, then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> well, the interesting thing, the, actually, uh, the, I mean, from reading more into this film that it mm. deserves, but... <laughs> Uh, at the end, when when he's picked up Michael Gove and he's getting shot, mm. that's when he goes, because Michael Gove's big thing is, remember Conga, I protected you. Mm. When Conga's really, really big and he's getting shot at by the army, mm. little well, Michael Gove can't do anything. Mm. So what happens to him? He gets thrown. Him up. Yep. <laughs> he gets chucked away. Like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, broken promises. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was more a case of... Uh, Okay, they're throwing stuff at me. I'm going to throw something back. What? 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 Oh, oh. oh, oh I, I just, I, I was darker. I just figured a stray bullet hit him, and he was just like, oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's broken. On. That's yep, that. Fuck that. Because <laughs> we all know these do throw when they uh, don't have Michael Go at hand. <laughs> that would have been. Yeah. That, that, that now we're now talking, that that's something we've not seen in any kaiju no movie yet. What else is in the movie? That'd be a hell of a lot of poo. If somebody it? puts that commits that to a giant monkey, I mean, now that we're in the age of CG, we could have a giant chimp throwing. Right. You know, get Andy Circus on the phone. Will he go for it? Yeah. <laughs> he's a method actor. <laughs> it's too bad Gigi Allen isn't still alive. You know, he would have done it. Well, as you know. MC MC Lars likes to say Gigi Allen was punk rock, but um, um, I'm assuming you're going to recommend this, Chris. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I'll even recommend this to people I think will hate it because (laughs) yeah. Just, just, just look. Watch that scene with him doing that serious stuff with the with the wheelie plants with the tongues hanging out in the background. Just yeah. see if you can see. Keep a straight face. Yeah, if they make it through that, you'll make it through the whole movie. And <laughs> I mean, but the, the, it's just it, it's just the and the la, and even the last movie. There's they were just such a collection of like cultural signifiers from their times yeah. and stuff that it's entertain. You know. Yeah, like in Megaforce, we were discussing the rainbow flag stuff that bef- you know before that meant what it meant now, mm-hmm. and then there were there were there were um, um, Confederate flags being f- 
flown in it too, yeah. much, and like, mm-hmm. which have a which have a little more yes. like bite to them nowadays. And this one, this one has the like teens. Oh, teens! Let's put on some hopping jazz music. Yes. <laughs> within literally within two minutes of being in it, like really. <laughs> well, I like, think that at that time there was a big trad jazz revival in Britain, yeah. of where. Um, it was kind of a reaction against American rock and roll, and people thought rock and roll was kind of um, that was a bit trendy. And the cool kids mm. were into jazz, oh. but also tr- they were trad jazz. Trad that was the jazz. that was the original jazz and the purest jazz. Yeah, well, that's what uh, kids love that stuff. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get let's get popping. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob, can you tune something in? But I, 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 the and cool also, kid has a little radio, you know. Yeah. 50s and early 60s movies, too. It's always refreshing because teens are always insufferable these days. Teens are always gloomy mm. and, and sassy and a little hostile and stuff. And then, like, at once we got a little further into the like blackboard jungle era and stuff, they started becoming, you know, you'd have like some hostile greasers and stuff. But all these kids were such like like apple-faced happy kids they were just like mm. they were a little sassy and stuff but they all really liked their they just all really liked each other and they were just right you know and it was just it was they're it at, was nice they're out on their field trip looking at plants oh i've got, I've got to go and get a fern it's so obviously just bullshitting it's just like yes look at the moss on the ground come we'll yeah. fill out my yeah. notes but i mean that's actually probably not too far off from from reality in in college well no that's it at at the time that's how it would have been um you know is is i think exploitation movies often give you a more accurate snapshot of society Mm. at the time yes Uh, the 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 mainstream or the a-list art house movies where it's always being filtered and it's always like being pushed to a message Whereas, because of kind of often kind of guerrilla filmmaking, mm. and the kind of there's something more street level about exploitation yeah. films. Yeah. I think you often get a lot of yeah. a lot more truth. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and those college kids, I think they were kind of yeah. just this little thing of kind of like they're listening to trad jazz, not rock and roll. Someone understood yeah. mm-hmm. what kids were like at that time. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not some fifty-year-old writing a script who has no idea about mm. teenagers. Mm. And you know, God knows, we've seen so many films where you got terrible, trade college kids who are mm. listening to things that are so off-brand yeah. for the time. Yeah. Whereas this actually nailed it, I think, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly the kind of the banter they have when they're ribbing Bob. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was. I thought. It was, you say you just nicely played, and uh, mm. I think more true done, done very well, uh, of, of the time than any kind of. Did you get in another movie where oh he's got teenage and they've got to be into rock and roll oh, and yeah. one's got to be a greaser yeah. and all these things very that would actually be like ten years out of date. Mm. Mm. They would all been grumbling about riding in the back of the truck. What's funny is, it's just like yes. they drive off in that truck. And they and, and I'm like, why aren't they closing the door? And I'm like, oh yeah, they have to leave the door open so you so there's some light in there. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd just be in a dark. Oh, just look at the breathe as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. But she gets to ride up front. I, I don't regret having those child, children suffocate in my van. It was for science. It was for science, <laughs> damn it. Not a court of the land will convict me. What, but what, of course, the university will get a class that'll actually be tough enough to make it out there. <laughs> oh, Till that day, we're gonna keep trying. And, and speaking about keeping, keep trying. I am determined to find you a a monkey movie that will make you suffer. Sir. Good luck. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> oh, we are moving from. We, we've been to England for the last two monkey movies. So I think we're move, we're going to go to Mexico. Oh yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only better and, news would have been if you said Italy. And a certain 1969 epic. 
that was a remake of an of a even more epic film. Mm-hmm. The Night of the Bloody Apes. Night of the Bloody Apes. I've heard of that one. Well, you, 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 you Are you sure this one isn't British too? You've seen movies with monkeys in them, but have you seen them fighting wrestlers? No. How about lady wrestlers? Okay, we're up to about eight. Po- we're up to about eight points already. Sight unseen. I was going to say, are you trying to find something that's going to put him off? Throw it a di- throw throw it a talking dog, and I might die of a heart attack. Happy. Well, until next month, and it'll just be you and I, we should thank, of course, our lovely friends from the, the north of England, the, the Moons, who can be found <laughs> on both Hypnagoria. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Where you can get access to both the Hypnagoria, webs- the Hypnagoria podcast and Commentary Club. And coming mm-hmm. soon to Commentary Club, I will be... Yes. I'll be the first guest on Comedy. Yeah, you yeah. will. <laughs> Our inaugural guest. Introducing you to one of the true... I have such sights to show you. And it's called Cats. <laughs> but you, sir, it is time for you to go! I get nothing! <laughs> Shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Visit our website at two truefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T W O T R U E F R E A K S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at two truefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. stately home of millionaire Bruce Wayne and his youthful ward, Dick Grayson. Uh, help! Naturally, sir.